years of brainwashing uh, that has been going on in the schools and many institutions throughout the United States, particularly pushed by the entertainment industry, have led to the rise of people in power who are not empowering people. They're working on their own power base and working to control for their own particular activist causes. It is sad that the industry that I've worked in for so long, media, has become just another activist platform. Many traditional media outlets have been taking control using the very institutions that were designed supposedly to make it equal and fair to all. The first departments they usually took over were accounting and human resources. After that, they turned them into inhuman resources to make sure that people who had views opposed to theirs were eliminated. And that happened in so many media companies. If you look at the total number of cases filed against people for certain abuses and practices within media companies, you will find that the number is surprisingly low when it comes to issues such as, oh, you know, they would generally raise a racist or a sexual or gender-based complaint or possible harassment. But at the end of the day, no criminal charges were ever filed. And most of the people who were part of those organizations, as soon as they were gone, faced nothing. Many fine broadcasters and individuals in the broadcast industry and media were eliminated from the public sphere for one basic reason. They stood for fairness. Sure, they weren't perfect. Who is? But in reality, the purpose was a purge. Purge is something communists know a lot about. Fortunately for us, they lose. This was seen by Stalin in the purges during World War II. Just before the war started, Stalin purged so many people that when he needed to fight against Hitler, he nearly lost Moscow and had to bring them all back from the gulag and prisons in order to be able to fight back. But don't fall for it because Uncle Joe is just as bad as, oh, say, Crazy Joe, the one we have. And even though he's out in the road, there's a lot of things that need to change. Dick Morris endorsed someone, and uh, this, of course, is Tina Forte. She's a little unorthodox, a bit on the loud side, but indeed, she has caught the heart of many of the people in her district, which used to be part of the area I lived in until they redistricted this part of Queens. So let's listen to Dick Morris and his endorsement of Tina Forte. One of the plagues we have in the United States is AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She was elected and started her term in 2019. She is one of the most radical and destructive people in Congress. She's against America. She's against our ideals. She says we're an evil, racist country. Uh, she supports higher taxes, higher debts. She's against military spending. Uh, and her human rights record is atrocious. And she stands solid with people like Maduro in Venezuela and other dictators throughout the world. She needs to be gotten rid of in Congress. But more importantly, she is ginning up a presidential election in 2024. 
I think the left is saying that Bernie Sanders is too old to run and they're looking for a younger, more viable candidate. And I think they're going to turn to AOC. Running against her is a bold, wonderful woman named Tina Forte, who I've called the Bronx equivalent of Sarah Palin. The district includes the Bronx and Queens. She's feisty, aggressive, strong, not afraid, speaks out. When the schools were closed in New York, she stood outside with signs demanding that the children have an education. Uh, when they said the kids can't eat in the school and have to eat outside, she was demanding that they be given access back into the building. She's a feisty, aggressive person who is just the kind of person to take on AOC. So her name is Tina Forte, F-O-R-T-E. I know you don't live in the district. I know you don't live in the Bronx or Queens, but you do live in the United States. And getting rid of AOC is a national cause worthy of your time, your effort, and your contributions. Thanks very much. Years of brainwashing uh, that has been going on in the schools and many institutions throughout the United States, particularly pushed by the entertainment industry, have led to the rise of people in power who are not empowering people. They're working on their own power base and working to control for their own particular activist causes. It is sad that the industry that I've worked in for so long, media, has become just another activist platform. Many traditional media outlets have been taking control using the very institutions that were designed supposedly to make it equal and fair to all. The first departments they usually took over were accounting and human resources. After that, they turned them into inhuman resources to make sure that people who had views opposed to theirs were eliminated. And that happened in so many media companies. If you look at the total number of cases filed against people for certain abuses and practices within media companies, you will find that the number is surprisingly low when it comes to issues such as, oh, you know, they would generally raise a racist or a sexual or gender-based complaint or possible harassment. But at the end of the day, criminal charges were ever filed. And most of the people who were part of those organizations, as soon as they were gone, faced nothing. Many fine broadcasters and individuals in the broadcast industry and media were eliminated from the public sphere for one basic reason. They stood for fairness. Sure, they weren't perfect. Who is? But in reality, the purpose was a purge. Purge is something communists know a lot about. Fortunately for us, they lose. As was seen by Stalin in the purges during World War II. Just before the war started, Stalin purged so many people that when he needed to fight against Hitler, he nearly lost Moscow and had to bring them all back from the gulag and prisons in order to be able to fight back. But don't fall for it because Uncle Joe is just as bad as, oh, say, Crazy Joe, the one we have. And even though he's out in the road, there's a lot of things that need to change. Dick Morris endorsed someone, and uh, this, of course, is Tina Forte. She's a little unorthodox, a bit on the loud side, but indeed, 
she has caught the heart of many of the people in her district, which used to be part of the area I lived in until they redistricted this part of Queens. So let's listen to Nick Morris and his endorsement of Tina Fork. thing. I remember we used to sing, I left my heart in San Francisco. Now people are just leaving San Francisco. First of all, it's too expensive to live there. But actually, I live in New York City where, guess what? We're number one. We beat San Francisco. Yes, it is more expensive to live in a one-bedroom shithole in New York City than it is to live in one in San Francisco. Well, that's really kind of sad, but that is generally just one part of the island of Manhattan, 
where most of the people want to live. Uh, but as soon as they move in there, they think of how to get out. Yeah. <laughs> and many move to other areas. Uh, New York isn't as bad as it sounds, nor is San Francisco. There are some beautiful places, so low spots. But as the Babylon Bee sings, yes, in a classic Beach Boy tradition, they are leaving California. And here is that parody of a famous Beach Boy song. California Girls or California sound that was at the Beach Boys in the 1960s, which is so changed now. Oh, let's go back to that era. Here you go. I'm Tina Forty. I'm a wife, mother, grandmother, and small business owner. I'm running for Congress to challenge the establishment and fight for you. We have all witnessed the liberal elites and their hypocrisy. We're going to Met Gala. They locked us in our homes, gave us curfews. And Mayor de Blasio tweeting that what happened here was unacceptable, this will not be tolerated, and that he has instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. Well, they roamed free and went on vacations. Nancy Pelosi is under fire today after surveillance video shows her at a hair salon. They ordered us to go without haircuts as they went to salons. They demanded we avoid crowds, wear masks while they partied in crowds maskless. Squad member Jamal Bowman and New York City Mayor Eric Adams both caught maskless after telling everybody to follow the rules and doubling down on mask mandates for schools. They even forced our children to wear masks in school all day. Stacey Abrams causing a huge uproar over this photo in a room full of young masked children. While they posed and grinned right next to them because the rules don't apply to them. What we're doing to kids is unnecessary and horrible. They mandated vaccines, telling us to trust the science, but ignored and lied about science of natural immunity. It violates bodily autonomy when we allow corporations or governments to tell us what is best for our health. That is a scary place to be. They scolded us not to celebrate Christmas or Thanksgiving with our families or while they made trips to see their own families. They closed small businesses but allowed major corporations to stay open. They told us who was essential and who was not. They ruined our economy, crushed the American dream for so many and took our freedoms. And yes, it involves tough restrictions. But they didn't care because the rules never applied to them. I've been a voice in New York for those who could not speak out. I've taken on de Blasio, Cuomo, and Hochul. Now I'm taking on AOC, right where I was born and raised, in the Bronx. I'll never be silenced. I'll call out these hypocritical politicians, and I'll never stop fighting for freedom. Join me in this fight. We have a crisis at the U.S.-Mexico border. 8,000 migrants. 9,500 migrants. 10,000 migrants. We had 11,000 migrants. 12,000 migrants. 13,000 migrants. Nearly 15,000. It's a humanitarian crisis and a security crisis that Democrats don't want you to hear about. Migrants stack wall to wall. Many unaccompanied children waiting to be processed. Last year, more illegal immigrants crossed our southern border than ever before. Over 2 million people. That's nearly the population of Queens. During this crisis, radical Democrats like AOC want to defund our border patrol and immigration enforcement. American citizens are being harmed. Gang violence at the southern border is real. Human trafficking at the southern border is real. 
Defunding our border patrol and immigration enforcement is not a solution, it's moronic. To reduce the flow of illegal immigrants, reduce gang violence, and reduce human trafficking, we must complete a border wall to deter crossings. We must end catch and release, fully fund border patrol and immigration enforcement, and again, work with Mexico and Central American countries to reduce migration. Illegal immigration is a real problem and it demands real solutions. Be a part of the solution. AOC and her radical leftist comrades promote defunding our police. AOC wants to slash police budgets for us, but hire private security for herself. Police say this man went on a stabbing spree in the subway. Even after seeing crime surging here in New York City, AOC continues to support defunding our police. And I'll call it what it is, crazy. Misdemeanor assaults are also up, including the disgusting attack involving human feces on a woman in the Bronx. AOC is out of touch because she's more concerned with scoring political points with radical Marxists than she is with keeping our family safe. More than 300,000 people moved out of the five boroughs. We need more police, not less. We need to end the mandates, end bail reform, reinstate qualified immunity, pay police what they deserve, and fire these loony district attorneys who refuse to prosecute criminals. New York City is experiencing higher crime because of liberal, soft on crime policies. When I'm elected, I'll end the reign of their terror and protect our families. Things have to change, and it starts with firing America's most radical member of Congress, and that's AOC. Join me for a safer New York. Visit Tina40ForCongress.com. Well, that's it for me for now. I'm Mike of New York on this Thursday edition of our podcast that is uh, being uploaded probably a little bit late. We had a little internet problem last night. So our Thursday edition coming out probably early Friday morning or Friday afternoon. And we will get back to you with more as we come your way more every day. Promise to get more out to you with more content flowing your way. God bless you, God bless you all, and God bless these United States of America.